camera and he wasn't letting us know what he was doing and now we know yeah well we're gonna have to bring the energy today because uh as everybody can see here we have someone missing and i'm in his his screen place right now but uh yeah it is uh it is feeling unwell today uh he's finding it hard to to uh talk without having a what reed calls a cute cough (laughs) <laughs> but uh so yeah we're gonna be heading the nsp football talk podcast today and so what's up nsp nation it's me vince i am now host i'm the captain now uh for now but aj's behind the scenes doing everything so he's really the captain uh so yeah uh but let's get right into it guys we had an amazing week an amazing week we had records broken uh, we had amazing games going down to the wire, some going into OT and some going down to field goal kicks. Uh, and we also had a lot of sad news. Uh, a great coach and a great broadcaster and basically the father of football as we know it pretty much. Uh, John Madden passed away. It was a it was a hard week, but I think every team and, and every organization in the NFL did something great. Uh, this past week for all their games right before. Uh, so we're going to do the same. We're going to have a moment of silence for John Madden, just to remember everything he did uh, for us, the way he got us into football with uh, Madden video games and the way he just changed the game. So right now we're going to have a slight moment of silence for him, but it's going to be uh, bigger than you think. Okay, okay. Uh, For those of y'all who know John Madden and everything that he did, uh, I hope y'all are as grateful as we are. Uh, We love the game of football and everything. Uh, We love Madden. Uh, We usually used to have tournaments and stuff at people's Mm -hmm. houses. Uh, That was fun, even though uh, me and Reed weren't always the best at it. (laughs) It was was amazing. What are you talking about? I don't know, man. I don't know. Every time I got matched up against Mo and I hated it. So uh, it's easy. uh, (laughs) But yeah, so John Madden passing is terrible news. But uh, as one broadcaster said over, I think, on the Sunday night football game, he said John Madden would not want us to be uh, sad sacks about it. He said, let's get back to football. So -hmm. that's what we're going to do on this podcast. We're going to remember John Madden for who he was and we're going to get straight into it. Let's talk about what happened this week. Uh, A big thing. And I mean, the biggest thing probably of the week that anybody is talking about right now, Twitter is going rampant about it. Uh, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase 
they took down the first place Kansas City Chiefs in an awesome fashion. I think it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll just pull up the stats here if nobody has them like on their wall like I do. Um, he had 11 recep- uh Sorry, Jamar Chase had 11 receptions, 266 yards, and three touchdowns. And he got most of those in the first half. Uh, the second half, he still had a stellar game. But uh, he did amazing, and uh, Gerald Burrow also did amazing too. I saw a stat line that I think he had about 950 yards in the past two games. Yep. He had nine touchdowns in the past two games, and mm-hmm. his QBR is through the roof. Uh, it wasn't perfect, but it was through the roof for a rookie or a second-year sophomore quarterback. And I think he's doing amazing. He's he's right back where he was last year before he got hurt. And he kind of gave us a little scare at the end of the game, too, looking like he messed up his other knee slightly. But um, turns out it wasn't really anything. He said he's healthy. It was just a little bump from about four weeks ago when he played the Chargers. But I have a question for you, Reed. I know you you love Rodgers and uh, your number one receiver. Mm -hmm. Uh, So where would you put Burrow? and Jamar Chase in that, in like the top duos of the league, if you were to be able to rank them? Um, I would have to look at every single team if I was to actually rank everybody. So for this, I'll probably forget a lot of tandems. Um, But in in my completely biased opinion, uh, (laughs) Rodgers and uh, Adams are at the top. Um, They're they're just insane. the way that Rodgers can just hit Adams on any type of routes without a defensive player being able to do anything, like you, you can't do anything against them. Um, it doesn't matter how you line up, how well you play the routes, they're going to score. They're going to make that catch, and you can't do anything about it. Um, Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow, they're going to get there. I don't think they're there yet, but they are going to become one of the most scariest duos out there, just like how Rodgers Adams is. Um, right now, I'd probably rank them in the top five. Uh, can't exactly say where they are in there, but and they're going to be one of the scariest uh, tandems going forward. Mm, okay, okay, interesting, interesting. I well, I knew that you were going to put Rodgers and Adams at number one, uh, and so did AJ. AJ commented down there. He said, "Of course, at number one," uh, but. Uh, I also agree with you, Reed. I think uh, Rodgers and Adams are on another level because of how much tenure they've had together. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I do think that Burrow and Chase have had some good tenure as well, but this is the next level. They used to have a lot of uh, relationship back in college when they played for LSU, and now they're bringing it to the NFL, and everybody thought, oh, it's not going to be as good. You know, it's the NFL. We have better corners, and um, these guys are proving them wrong. They're torching everybody. I mean – it like anybody you put up against, uh, if you put even the best corners on them, uh, if they were to play the Rams, I still think that they were uh, against Ramsey. If they were lined up one on one with Jamar Chase and Ramsey, I still think Jamar Chase would get the better of him every now and then. But I think these guys are good. I think they're gonna they're gonna be the new Rodgers and Adams within the next few years for sure. Uh, right now, I have them as a top three, and above them, of course, I already said. Rodgers and uh, and Adams at second I think it's very tight but right now I would have to say 
just at, at the good quarterbacks, maybe Brady and one of his receivers, uh, maybe AB. No. <laughs> no I, 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 number two, I would put Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup. Oh, I was gonna put. I was gonna say maybe Garoppolo and Debo uh, wow. to slide in there. Maybe yeah, you can't put Garoppolo in a top five anything. <laughs> hey, AJ thinks different. Uh, uh, what about uh, how about on the other side of the ball from this week, uh, Mahomes and Hill? Where do you think they stand at? It, it's it's harder to put them higher up because they their Hill's not consistent week to week. Um, he gets he gets catches every single week, but he doesn't like have humongous games every single week or consistent games. Um, I would put Mahomes and Kelsey over Mahomes and Hill. You know, okay, okay. Yeah, I I would probably say the same. I think Kelsey's more reliable. Uh, He's a bigger target, and he matches up well against uh, the people that line up with him. Uh, But yeah, man, I just think Burrow and Chase is the biggest talk of this week. Uh, So everything that comes after is probably not going to compare too much. But we're going to try to make it like that, so we don't just talk about Burrow and Chase for the rest of our lives. Uh, but yeah, kudos to them. I think uh, Jamar Chase has the most rookie yards in a game. Uh, so awesome for him. And Burrow is coming back. He's going to be tearing up the league, hopefully in the playoffs. See what he does in the AFC over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but moving on, uh, someone else that we talked about, you talked about Stafford and Cup. Uh, but really, when they were playing this week, it was really the Stafford and OBJ show especially in the crunch time uh, minutes. So I believe on it was a fourth down and OBJ caught the ball. A spectacular catch, if I'm going to say anything. Not nothing like uh, when he did it in Dallas, but it was a, a really good catch. Uh, and he helped them get their playoff berth and pretty much lock up the title. All they need to do is get a W over uh, the Niners. But... That's going to be kind of hard because the Niners have won five straight against them. Uh, so my question here for anybody who's watching right now and for you, Reed, are the, are the Rams legitimate? They've won five in a row. Um, are they legitimate with OBJ there helping out Cup after Woods went down? Um, it's really hard to say because some weeks we see the dominant Rams that can crush any defense. And then some weeks, especially lately, we've been seeing a Matthew Stafford that struggles, um, throwing interceptions. Uh, I think he had two this past week, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it, he, you, it's really hard to win a, a playoff game when you're throwing two interceptions in a game, you know? Um, so it really just depends how well Matthew Stafford plays for me, uh, for, the, for the Rams in the playoffs, for where they stack up against everybody else. Um, but yeah, that's how I feel about them. Championship okay. game week 18, Taysom or Hurts. Thanks, guys. Oof. Ooh, he's got the chance. He's talking about fantasy. He's one of our, our top fantasy uh, contributors here on the channel. Uh, so yeah, welcome, Smokey. Appreciate Ooh, you being here. Oh, there's AJ making a special. Wow, you're so, your voice is right now. It's, it's, a, it's a fantasy fantasy question, so I got to make an appearance <laughs> real quick. Okay, here go, guys. Here he is. Here he is. <clears throat> I want to make this quick because I'm a little under the weather right now. Uh, championship game, week 18, Taysom or Hurts. If your fantasy football league is doing a, a a game, week 18, get out of there. Don't don't be a part of that league next year. Um, 
I like Hurts a lot more, but not for this game. He's playing up against the Cowboys week 18. Uh, Cowboys, they just come off of a devastating loss. They're going to come out here <clears throat> and make an example out of uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Taysom Hill, they got a favorable matchup. Uh, they played up against a weak defense. I think Hill could really explode, and they do need to win that game in order to keep their playoff chances alive. So Taysom Hill all the way. That's me. Wow. Hey, gee, you sound fine. I think you're faking this whole thing. Yeah, I'm faking. All right, guys, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go, guys. We had a special yeah. appearance by our main man, AJ, here. Uh, mm-hmm. Smoking Cat, I also agree with him. I think Taysom has more on the line since the Eagles have already clinched because of the Packers' win uh, yesterday. Uh, so uh, I believe Taysom's your better pick. He's going to try to ball out as much as he can, and he does have a favorable matchup compared to what Hertz has against the Cowboys. Uh, so speaking about the Eagles, um, Reed, do you think they're contenders going into uh, the playoffs right now? Not in the NFC. Yeah, that's exactly my thoughts if, too. If they were in the AFC, they could maybe win a, a wild card game or something, but not in the NFC. The competition is way too high for them to be contenders. Yeah, man, especially right now, them sitting at the seventh spot, uh, I, I think the Niners should win against the Rams. Uh, it's going to be a really tight game, so they could not. But they're going to either slide into the sixth spot or the seventh spot. Uh, Smokey the Cat says, haha, yeah, Commissioner effed up. Yeah, man, Week 18 is a horrible week. Uh, any last week of the, the season is a horrible week because that's when people rest their players. Mm-hmm. But good luck to you. We hope uh, you make the right picks. And hopefully Taysom's your guy because we think he is. Uh, but, yeah, back to the Eagles. I mean, they're either going to play the Rams and, or the Cardinals, whoever gets that number two spot, or the Bucks, whichever, uh, if they get the seven or six seed. So I think they're they're going to be a one and done. Uh, good thing they made the playoffs. Uh, Hertz really needed that for his confidence boost, and especially all the fans that are bad-mouthing him and bad-mouthing the Eagles all year. But, yeah, um, to me, the Eagles look meh. They're going to... They're not real contenders, but who knows? Maybe they'll they'll uh, pull off an upset, but I don't think they'll go that far at all. Uh, so, I mean, back on the Rams and the 49ers, it's going to be a big matchup at 3-15 on Sunday. But, yeah, I think the Rams have all the weapons they need. They have Sony Cup, OBJ, Stafford, and then they got Ramsey and uh, what's his name on the line? Uh, he hasn't really been playing up to expectations lately, Mr. Donald, uh, Aaron Donald. But uh, let's see what they can do in the playoffs. Maybe they're going to start up this week uh, when they play the Niners and ride it into the playoffs. So moving on from there, uh, another top contender, we have Mr. Brady and the Bucks. What do you think about them, Reed? What, what, what do you think about his one-minute drill when he was uh, losing to the Jets? Um, it doesn't bode well for them where they are for as a team to be down against the Jets. I think they were down the entire game also. Um, so you really, if you're a Bucks fan, you really got to worry. Um, it's okay to beat the Jets by a little bit, but not okay to just be trailing the whole time. Um, but I mean, as it always there's only a few quarterbacks that are on par or better than Brady in the two minute, one minute drill to win a game. And he showed that. So um, 
Brady still got it, but doesn't look good uh, for the Buccaneers going into the playoffs. Yeah, man. Like I said earlier, uh, they have the number three spot currently. Uh, we'll see what ha- shakes out after week 18. But uh, there was a big, big thing that happened uh, during or right before the halftime show, which I think stole the halftime. Uh, oh, Mr. Mr. Brown. What do you think about that, Reed? I, I know we haven't elaborated about it, but I think everybody who loves football knows what happened. Yeah, even if you don't know if- love football or know about football, you know what happened. Antonio Brown decided to take off his jersey, his shoulder pads, and th- take off his shirt, said, I don't even want that, his gloves, he's uh, thrown into the stands. And he decided to, as the game's still going on, you know, his his offense, the offense he's a part of is on the field right now in a huddle, getting ready down, getting ready in the red zone on a third, on, in, in, for a third, big a big third down. And the dude decides to run across the field, hyping up the crowd. <laughs> Saying, I'm gone. See you later. Bye. Say, I'm off the Buccaneers. <laughs> and I, I don't know how other people saw it, but I saw that as a retirement. Um, to do that is saying you don't want to be part of any team. And you, I mean, you shouldn't expect any team to want you. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll answer uh, Smokey the Cat right here real fast. I don't know if AG wants to make another appearance after we read this. Uh, he said, Taysom Deontay. Uh, I think that's uh, St. Brown, Dalvin, Jacob, Schultz, and Sony. He had AB, but uh, who knows about that guy? Uh, and Rojo. Who's Rojo? Oh, Ronald Jones. Uh, opponent forgot to sit Lamar, and that's the only reason I took the W. Thanks for the advice, guys. For sure, man, for sure. But, yeah, uh, getting back to AB, I mean, he, he's, he ruined a lot of fantasy teams this week for the championship round or right before it, uh, for those of you that have a week 18. But um, I think he left with five points in fantasy uh, late in the second quarter, like Reed said, at a critical moment on offense for the Bucks after they were trailing to the Jets all game. Uh, but yeah, like I, I don't get what he was doing. I heard, and let me know if I'm wrong, Reed. I know you've been researching it more than I have a little bit, but I think Bruce Arians was having kind of like a little argument argument with him on the sideline, saying "get back in the game," and AB was like, "No, I don't want to." Like, but I don't know for what reason. Um, but apparently Arian said then get out and AB took that personal. So he got out. And I think Arian's just meant for him to get out of the game and sit on the bench. But AB took it like uh, he meant to get out of the stadium. <laughs> so he took off all his stuff, threw it into the crowd, and he left. And Arian's kicked him off the team right after uh, the game ended. So... Yeah, so what happened was A.B. decided to take himself out of the game, said his ankle hurt, um, like a reoccurring injury or something that they've already looked at, um, and they cleared him to continue playing. So uh, Bruce Arians told him to get back out there. Uh, Tony Brown did not want to go out there. Um, and they've had struggles and um, misagreements the entire year with A.B., um, just with certain things here and there, with the suspension, how he's acted all, on and off the field. Um, but they were telling him to get back in the game, um, and AB did not want to. 
So they told him, okay, don't get back in the game. And as you said, I guess he thought something and decided to just quit. Um, very unprofessional. Yeah, man, I would, I would never do that. Uh, I don't care how mad I am. Uh, I even think he had a million dollars on the table that game, or the next two games, really. Two games. He could have gotten it next game too. I think he needed like five receptions or eight receptions. Uh, it wasn't for, much. Yeah, it wasn't much. It was like fifty-five yards and one more touchdown, something like that. And he was going to get another another million for his uh, guaranteed money, or not mm-hmm. uh, his. Uh, his money throughout the season for milestones and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I don't know what he was doing. And I mean, I, I personally don't want to talk about him anymore because he's not going to be a part of the NFL in my mind. Uh, that was his last straw in my opinion. So uh, I guess we can move on to something else that I think is pretty interesting too. Oh, Reed, you got something I want to say one last thing about the topic thing. We can move on. Um, the thing I'm most disappointed on is – Bruce Arians and Tom Brady not taking more accountability for this. Um, they're the ones that stuck out for AB the most, saying, uh, well, when he AB first joined the team, Bruce Arians said one mistake and he's gone. And there's been multiple mistakes, and he has decided to keep having him on the team. Tom Brady has always been uh, putting AB first, and this is the type of behavior you get. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of disappointed in them and not taking more accountability further actions yeah i think you're right reed uh not just this stunt he had the the covid card uh, incident um i mean countless other things on the field and off the field so yeah i agree with you i think they should take more responsibility i know uh brady had a press conference about it and he said that he was more sorry for the guy hope he's okay Uh, but i mean i think that's just brady trying to get the topic out of there We have uh, someone here, Greek Wilhelmina. He said, your dreams.online. Hmm. I don't know what that is, but we'll see. Anyways, uh, we're going to get on to the next game that I thought was important, and it's going to be important to playoffs uh, in two weeks, most likely. Uh, we have Murray and the Cards went into Jerry World and stayed perfect. So, as every as well, football people know, it's been all over the NFL that Murray, their quarterback for the Cards, he has been perfect there in Jerry's world, whether it be high school when he was with the Allen Eagles in Texas, or when it was, I believe, Oklahoma, and he was two and zero there as well. And now he comes into the NFL, and again, he's perfect. Mm-hmm. So, uh. 9-0 there in Jerry's world, some odd games in high school, college, and professional. But apparently the way the playoff bracket is going to shake out, uh, they have another game against each other first round. If, uh, of course, everything goes to plan, it's going to be Dallas at 5. And, oh, yeah, oh, well, yeah, Texas A&M and OU. I just remember from OU, that's where he was most uh, prominent before he went to the NFL. But thank you, Caleb. Uh, but yeah, there's a playoff game where the Cowboys are going to be number five, and number four is going to be most likely the Cardinals. Could possibly be the Rams if uh, something shakes out there. Uh, we'll talk about it later. But what do you think about that, Reed? I think that Murray 
has the upper hand here. What do you think? Um, it really depends. I, I'm still very shaky on the whole Cardinals thing. Uh, I don't think they're a good as good as we used to think they were. Um, the Cowboys, they look like a very well-rounded team. They just didn't perform very well on Sunday. Um, I, I, I can't really get the Cardinals the upper hand in this battle. Hmm. Okay. So even with Dallas's like blunders on offense uh, the past few weeks, they haven't looked the same. Uh, do you still think that the Cowboys are playoff ready and ready to make a run? Yeah. They, they're not going to win. They're, I don't think they're going to the Super Bowl. Um, I think the Packers, Bucks, um, what's the other team I'm forgetting? Um, we got the Rams, Rams, uh, yeah. Cardinals, Niners, Eagles. That's NFC. Okay, I'm forgetting something. Okay, but I, I, I don't think they have as big as chance as everybody else. Um, but I think they can win a game or two. Hmm. Do you think they'll go to the NFC Championship? Depends the road there, who they're playing. Um. I don't know. But I definitely think they have a better chance than other teams. Their defense is good. Oh, yeah. Michael Parsons is all over the place. Uh, Lawrence is back. They have the whole D-line swallowing up quarterbacks lately. Uh, but I don't know, man. I I think the Cardinals are still good. They have flashes here and there. Uh, lately, they haven't been the best uh, – with their win and loss record in the past eight weeks since they started eight. No, I believe. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I think there's someone that's going to make some waves in the playoffs. I'm not too sure if they're going to make it uh, past the second round. If they make it to the second round, if they beat the Cowboys, if they play up against them. Um, but I do definitely think that the Cardinals have a lot of talent. I know D hop is gone but they have guys stepping up. I believe they had a receiver uh, who had two touchdowns that really didn't even play before Hopkins uh, left with the, on injured reserve. So I think the Cardinals have the upper hand here. That's just me. Uh, I'm pretty big on the NFC West. I think uh, we have some of the better teams in the NFL. Of course, not all the best teams, but I think we do have a lot of tough teams there. And but I'm uh, the biggest cowboy hater, and I think they have a better chance. Just I, see, say that, I just want to say that for the cowboy fans that always come out. There you go. There you go. Don't get me wrong. I think the cowboys are really good. Uh, but I mean, all the stats point against them. Uh, the cowboys haven't had a lot of luck in the playoffs and making oh, big yeah. playoff runs since the nineties. Uh, but who knows? Fan, I know that well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but who knows, man? Who knows? Maybe they'll they'll change it now. Uh, they just need to fix some things on offense, in my opinion. But they are definitely a good team on defense. And they have all the pieces they need, I think. But we'll see what happens. Playoffs are crazy. And mm-hmm. especially now with seven teams in there. But let's get to the playoff picture. All right. We've been talking a lot about AF- or NFC right now. Uh, but let's go to the AFC. This is how it's shaking out here in week 17. Right now we have number one, Tennessee Titans at 11 and five, Chiefs 11 and five at number two, the Bengals who 
are doing stellar at this moment at number three at 10 and six. The Bills at four at 10 and six. Patriots at five at 10 and six. That's going to be another good matchup because that one seems to be locked with the Bills and Patriots with another divisional matchup. And then we have the Colts and Chargers coming at six and seven. We have so far three teams in the hunt. In my opinion, we only have one. Uh, the Raiders have a 54% chance, and Pittsburgh and the Ravens have less than 5% chance to make it. They need a lot to go wrong for a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. Um, but who do you who do you think, Reed, slides into those last six and seven spots between the Colts, Chargers, Raiders? If you think Steelers and Ravens have a chance, you can also put them in there. I'm going to say... So the, the teams I want to make it are the six and seven spot. I want the Colts and Chargers. I think the Chargers are a more complete team than the Raiders. Um, but I would also love to see the Raiders make it, with especially with all the off-the-field problems they've had this year. To still make the playoffs is very impressive. Um, what I think is going to happen, that's so hard. It comes down to the whether the Chargers uh, or the Raiders win that game. I think I'm gonna go with the Chargers winning that game. Ooh. Yeah, so. and uh, for those of you that don't know the schedule for Week 18 yet, the Chargers and Raiders are gonna play this week for that last spot. Uh, I believe if the Raiders win, they do go up into the sixth seed because they just beat the Colts. I'm not too sure uh, what their record is against the Colts. If I don't think they're in the same division. Uh, but yeah, so if the Raiders win against the Chargers, I do believe they move up to the sixth spot. Uh, and the Colts will move down to the seventh because they have a game over the Chargers, I believe, or something in the conference, something like that. Gets crazy up in there. But I agree with you, Reed. I think the Colts and Chargers are going to be the teams to make it, but I would not mind if the Raiders make it right now, especially the way they've been playing. Um, I, I mean, I think AJ is the biggest Derek Carr fan here. Sadly, he he's not here to make an appearance. I like Derek Carr. Oh, he ages doesn't, a, a he bigger, doesn't play well, unfortunately. Yeah, Age is a bigger fan of him, honestly. I mean, uh, I mean, against the Colts, he threw two interceptions and they still somehow won. But yeah, man, that was a crazy game this past weekend, week seventeen. Uh, the Colts and Raiders went down to the wire, and the Raiders got it by a field goal in the last second. So that helped them in their chances to make the playoffs and in a win or go home situation against the Chargers this week. But uh, AFC, it's it's looking pretty good. The the um the records are really good 11 and 5 and 10 and 6 all through the top 5 and then 9 and 7 uh, i didn't expect them to have such good records there uh but let maybe the afc's coming around with all these young guys but i mean we have five teams that clinch spots already from 1 through 5 titans chiefs bengal's bills and patriots uh what do you think is the most exciting matchup in the afc Coming into week one, Reed, so far. Coming into the playoffs? Yeah. Like first playoff. Uh, that, that depends how it shakes up. Um, I, I, I would say I'm excited for any Bengals game. Mm-hmm. I think I'm excited for, for the Bills and Patriots. I, I think that one's going to shake out pretty well. But, yeah, I, I do agree with the Bengals. Uh I would love to see uh, the Chargers play the Bengals, 
but I don't think that's a possibility unless the Colts lose uh, to the Jaguars this week. But um, I would love to see uh, Joe Burrow go up against uh, Mr. Mr. Locks over there mm-hmm. in, at, uh, in Chargers Stadium. But we'll see what happens. Uh, so far, I think the AFC is going to be a pretty good one, but I like what the NFC has. There's a lot of great teams there. Uh, records show it, and I think that a lot of teams are coming into the NFC side with a lot of momentum and a lot of drama. Yeah. <laughs> um, NFC playoffs are going to be really, 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 really fun. Um, I think even though I obviously very biased number one seed Packers, um, I think the Packers have the best chance, especially with the road going through Lambeau. Um, but I think I think anybody on this anybody in the, in the NFC playoffs can go to the Super Bowl and make a Super Bowl run. Um, so I'm very excited to see what happens. Yeah, I mean you should be excited. Really, you got the Packers at number one with. Locked up home field advantage rate at thirteen and three. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll just go through this through the positions right now as they stand for week seventeen. We got Packers one, Rams two, Bucks three, Cowboys four. Sorry, I switched that earlier. I guess or no? Yeah, Cardinals are at five currently, and Niners and Eagles are at the six and seven position with only the Saints having the possibility of making it. Uh, but they do need a lot to happen. Uh, the Saints need to win in Week 18. Uh, then they need the Niners to lose. And they need the Eagles to win, which is something weird. Usually you need a team to lose, but they need the Eagles to win uh, mm-hmm. so they can lock in that number seven spot. But currently, uh, right now, I think I think the Niners and the Eagles will stay in at the playoffs. Uh, for to round out that six and seven position, uh, mm-hmm. the Eagles play the Cowboys, but really, I think uh, the Eagles are pretty much they're locked in already, so they don't need to win. Uh, they can rest their players if they want to. They have that number seven or six position locked up. But the interesting game for me is oh, like of course in my division, the Niners and Rams. Uh, I wish I could say the Seahawks and the Cardinals because that's also a playoff indicating game where the wherever the positions go. Mm-hmm. But I, I definitely think that the NFC has a lot of interesting things, but a lot of those uh, positions could change. So a lot of the games are not set like they are in the AFC, but uh, we'll, we'll see what shakes out. I, all I know is that the Packers have the number one, and that's all that matters to Reed right now. <laughs> he wants that home field advantage, especially with all this cold weather coming in. But we also have something special for y'all, just like Reed has something special there at the Packers, uh, right there on his cheese head. But we have, just like you see in March Madness with basketball, when all that stuff happens in the college uh, tournament, we made our own bracket over the NFL playoffs. And we have both sides here, as you can see as our our wonderful AJ behind the scenes man over here. Uh, We have the AFC right here on the left side and the NFC on the other side. We're going to be posting this on all of our social medias. Uh, It's going to be Facebook, Twitter, uh, 
shoot anywhere, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have it all over the place. And the way that you have to go ahead and enter to win or just to play along with us, just to have fun with it, see who gets it correct or the most correct. Uh, it has a point system. All you have to do is fill it out. Uh, I believe we're going to go ahead and fill out all the the first row positions for all the matchups that happen after next mm-hmm. week. And we'll send it out shortly right after the last game is played uh, for the NFL regular season. And after that, we'll send it out. You guys fill out who you think is going to win and go all the way to the championship. Whoever has the most points accumulated by the correct picks will win. And if there's a tiebreaker, we have it right there at the bottom right-hand corner. It says tiebreaker. Predict total points scored in the Super Bowl game. Uh, whoever, if there's a tie, whoever gets the closest or hits it right on the dot is our winner. And of course, if there's a tie and nobody gets it, we'll have something else uh, planned for that. But we think it's going to be cool. We're definitely going to fill out our brackets. Uh, we mm-hmm. want to win also. Uh, we'll have something for us, maybe if one of us hits it right on the dot, of course. But I mean, with all this stuff happening right now, all the drama. Uh, with teams in the playoffs, uh, all the talent that's now around in the playoffs with all these rookies and sophomore quarterbacks, uh, we think it's going to be a special time in the playoffs this year. So we hope that you guys can fill out this bracket with us. Uh, send it to us either through – or you can DM it to us. You can comment on one of our videos a picture of it after you fill it in. Uh, you can email it to us. I believe AJ, I don't know if AJ has all of our links uh, in this little conveyor belt slideshow thing, if he can post that up. But if not, we'll post it when we post the picture where you can send it uh, right there at the bottom on Twitter at NSP Football Talk. Uh, and pretty much anywhere. You find us on Facebook at the same thing, mm-hmm. NSP Football Talk. Uh, you can send it to us through DM on the comments, whatever you feel. But yeah. We want you guys to fill out this this uh, bracket because there is a prize involved. We won't tell you exactly what it is yet because then that ruins the fun. But we just want you guys to have fun with this playoff bracket. And we think we just want you guys to enjoy the playoffs just like we are. We're excited. Uh, two of us have teams in the playoffs. I currently don't, but I'm still excited because I have no stress going into the playoffs all I have stress about is what's going to happen next season with my team. But, I mean, drama will be drama, and playoffs will be playoffs. Something's going to happen. Some crazy stuff oh, yeah. is going to shake out, and I can't wait for it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, guys, so that's our that's our special little next giveaway. Uh, look at Nick. Nick De La Rosa down here says, Go Cowboys. Uh, yeah, shout out for your team. Uh, whoever's in the playoffs, if they're not in the playoffs, of course, shout out your team anyway. That's that's what you should do. Bleed for your team. Uh, but yeah, that's what all we have today. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Oh yeah, did I just pull an AJ? Yeah, you pulled an AJ, man. Come on. Hey, hey, I really thought since you were you were hosting tonight that you would have made that mistake. Reed, it's because I don't have my board. Oh shoot. Okay, <laughs> well I do have my board, and we're gonna be predicting who's gonna win tonight. If you guys haven't been paying attention, this is a very uh, hyped about uh, game. Uh, this potentially might be Big Ben's last game at Heinz Stadium at, at, at Steelers' home field. 
This is huge. Big Ben is one of the most legendary quarterbacks of all time. He's one of the best quarterbacks of all time. And this is going to be an awesome chat. Uh, this is going to be an awesome game. Um, and because of that, there ain't, a, ain't no way anybody's going to come into Heinz Field and beat Ben, Big Ben, on his last game there. That's why I got Big Ben winning. I got the Steelers winning. I got Big Ben winning 24 17. Hey, man. We have a, a friend named Nestor, who mm-hmm. is uh, facing uh, this guy right here yep. in in our, our uh, fantasy football championship. And their game comes down to this, to this game right now with the, yep. the Steelers and Ravens, I believe. I need D. Johnston to get like 30 points. <laughs> you do, man. In both, of, in both my leagues. If D. Johnston gets like 25 to 30 points, I can win both my games and win like $300. Yeah, man. So Reed's got a lot riding on this, but so does Big Ben. Uh, I, I currently don't have my board. I thought I brought it with me. I don't know where the heck it is. I think someone stole it. It was probably AJ or Reed when they were down here uh, trying to ruin me because uh, I'm hosting right now. But anyways, I think Big Ben's also going to pull it off. Uh, I, I used to really, really love him uh, back when I was like first coming into football, like in junior high, coming into high school. Uh, but yeah, I think Big Ben's gonna take it. I think it's gonna be a close game than twenty-four to seventeen. I think it's going to come down to a field goal, and I think that the Steelers get it with Boswell. I think they're gonna win twenty-seven to twenty-four in a tight game, tight divisional game, and hopefully, I, I really hope it would be really cool to see uh, the Steelers get into the playoffs. But I think they're too far gone. Um, but if it's his last game which it is there at Heinz Field, uh, if it's his last game ever. I mean, kudos to him. He's had a great career, uh, Hall of Fame career for sure, oh, yeah. in my opinion. Uh, oh. But, yeah, a generation of QBs is almost gone, Reed. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, man. The, the league is changing. Oh, yeah. And there's AJ. AJ. Big wait. Is that your score? 7-0? Yes. They've been four touchdowns, though. One rushing touchdown. Yes. How do how do they win to seven zero? <laughs> oh, because he's 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 number seven, I guess. He's he's sick, bro. Let, let him be. Oh, <laughs> for, yeah. Everybody say your prayers for AJ, man. He's not doing well. Yeah, man. Pray pray for Big Ben and pray for AJ. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, man. I'm sorry. I pulled an AJ here. Don't shade that up, Adam. Hopefully, it doesn't take me off screen right now. But, uh, anyways, that's all we have for the podcast. <laughs> you took off the wrong guy, AJ. But yeah, what the <laughs> that's all we have for the podcast today, guys. Thank you, NSP Nation, for tuning in. Thank you, everybody, wherever you tuned in at. Uh, catch us next week and catch the game tonight because you might see greatness happen again. But all right, guys, that's all we have. So latest.